Hey guys, and welcome to Spin and Guts Podcast. You are listening to We Don't Talk About Broom. No, no, no. Luke Bradley. And you are talking to one of the cancelled seven dwarves of the new live action Noet film, Jack Carlin. Oh my God, I've had that song stuck in my head for like the past week. Encanto. Have you seen Encanto? Yeah. No, okay. Oh my God, Jack, it is so fucking good. False news, mama. False news. Because I, yes, I think I was a bit tender, a little bit fragile from like the alcohol consumed from the night before. But I put it on and this bitch with the glasses starts singing to the house and the house was singing back and it did not end. And I turned it over. I was like, this is too much. I can't cope with this. Yeah, Mm -hmm. sometimes Disney's just not for me. It's just too, like, you know, the name's in the title. It's just sometimes too Disney and that just felt (laughs) like too Disney. You, you get what I'm saying? I mean, I will give you that. Like the the very, I think the very first song is like it's a lot because like they have a to lot. grab your attention. But when you get past that, like I swear, like because they were, this, that song I was just singing before, right? They they were playing. They've been playing it on the radio. Like it's like going off. Like everyone is obsessed. So like I'm telling you, <laughs> if you can push past that first bit, even if, if even if you just skip that first one and get into the actual like story, like I like had a little tear. I was like, <laughs> oh my god, crying, bitch. Like I should, I should like, I shared like two tears. I wasn't like sobbing into my pillow, like sad, sad tears of a clown. But I did like there were it's it's tender. It's actually a really, a really like n- nice story. And um, I just it's like, nice. I, like Disney had done like something completely different, and yeah. it's all about like Colombia and like a different like culture. And it's like, it's I mean, deep. I'm I'm 100 here for Disney, not fucking whitewashing the entire world like having fucking Mulan and she's got American accent shit like that I'm happy that they're they're you know properly finding different regions and really you know putting a little stamp everywhere and telling different stories mama but that was a lot I mean I feel like I needed pills like to mm-hmm. calm it down like I felt like it was like crazy cuckoo cunt the entire time that I was watching it <laughs> says it was just about team too much for me but i did see somewhere that the song has now surpassed let it go and it's like the highest it's climbed the charts the highest placing in the charts since like the 60s or something so i'm thinking mm-hmm. i mean for it to be let it go which was i mean that shit was being drilled into our heads 25 8 back in like what 2015 14 it, so, was it even a bit earlier? I don't know. I can't, I can't remember. Like, like no. it all like meshes into one. But um, <laughs> um, yeah. No, I I definitely say try it again because it's it's next level. But um, I I wanted to like swing back around and see if you would managed to watch the last episode of Yellow Jackets yet. Yes, I watched and, it. And did like from what I said last week, like did, did it make sense now? Like that last little like I'd say a good like. 10 15 minutes like it's off and pop and you're like yeah okay this is going in a direction I didn't think and I'm here for it I think the whole episode was about off and pop and like I love um you know we'll not go into spoilers but I love the sort of high school reunion the sound I mean it's been on for like a like a good like week so like yeah true but I you know we'll still not go into it just in case because I do know <laughs> because this is the thing not enough people have watched yellow jackets and I'm still currently it's, it's a work in progress trying to convince people to watch it oh, and i'm I telling everyone that i can yeah yeah 100 and i know there's people that listen to this that have not watched it who i am actively trying to convince 
as we speak right at this moment. Yeah. But the, I mean, the, so- the soundtrack is just... Uh, oh, uh, next level. Delicious. Like, you know delicious me, I'm a 90s chick. And like, oh, like... Right and I tell you what, when they play... Too, even oh, better. Yeah, Perfect and then... Era. Do you know, for a good week, I couldn't, I couldn't get fucking um, kiss my rose out of my head either. Like, I just yeah. that was stuck in my head, and that is like, that is a tune. Like every time you hear that, like on TV or something, you're like, I forgot how much of a tune like kiss my rose is. Like yeah. it actually is. You know what I mean? It's, it's there's just small moments. So we started to rewatch it. I was rewatching it with my housemates yesterday because they were like. Jordan was like, I need something new to watch. I'm sick of watching the same shit. I'm like, watch Yellow Jackets. And he's like, mm, mm, and, and I was like, I put mm-hmm. it on. Even the first episode, it's, you know, the girls are running on to the football pitch. They're like, it's such a good vibration. So yeah. Like, oh, like, so <laughs> sick. I want to be in that team before the plane crashed. Fuck, I want to be in the plane crash. I mean, even I mean, that yeah. was like, even that I mean, happen, but... but I don't I don't want my face being eaten by a wolf. That's what I don't no. want. Because I I was like, oh, that is that's, that was that's that tough. Was that's mama. tough. And for her to and for her to come out the other end to your life, I was like, leave me today. Oh uh, yeah. Burn me, make sure I burnt. But um, by the bitch in the plane, like I'll just yeah. go in the plane. <laughs> <laughs> but no, that last episode was very good. It um added a whole new layer to it that you we sort of get hints about throughout the season. You know that there might be some sort of like cult, cultnessnessness. Yeah, because I also it. kept thinking like, surely, like it couldn't have been only these four girls, may and and Travis that make it out like out the woods. Surely there's going to be more than them. Like it has to there be so, so. someone like so, someone somewhere else has to come into it. And I've been waiting for it the whole time. And then at the end, I was like, I think I might have figured out where we might see more of the girls and what they've been up yes, to because I think because... they've been elsewhere. Yeah, yeah. Because or maybe re- still there. I don't know. Because rewatching the first episode, you do it has three separate timelines. So you have present day, 1996, and then you have like 18 months after that. So you see them when they're like being cannibals. And I was counting bitches' heads when they're all, you know, got the fucking antlers on. It's a whole moment, a whole, you know, yeah. when they're up and drag. And there's a solid eight bitches in the room. And I'm thinking, we're only following for their stories. So it's a very fun way to lace it in. And you know, with the symbol and whatnot, I was like, mm-hmm. there's a cult. And I'm glad, I'm glad, I'm happy. I'm buzzing. I need more. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I've also, that's my problem. Oh, 100%. I mean, I know I'm going to be, I'm very, very late to the game for both of these, but like, I've also just started watching Ozark on Netflix, which is like, okay. which is so good. Um, I've been trying to watch it, but I just, on, I, 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 I swear it. to God, I've been, it's on my been on my list for so long and it's like, it's so good. If you want to like learn about money laundering, like, oh, watch this. Of course. But well, no, honestly, it's on, it's, it's so good. And then I also started watching Euphoria. Did you watch that? Okay, so I need to watch it because all the that, gays are making that all is the that is wild. Like it is wild. Like I want to watch it. You don't understand. Like wild. I keep, like, keep seeing memes the shit, about the way they dress. Do you know? Yeah, like, and the like, shit they the shit like these kids like get up to in high school. I'm like, is this like what like Gen Zs like actually do in high school? Because like, like my, compared to this shit, like my high school was like super tame <laughs> like like the biggest scandal was like who got fingered at the weekend that's like, the biggest scandal <laughs> where, <was> like, 
<laughs> the thing is, is there are loads of memes about like the way they dress in Euphoria and the teachers and stuff that are really funny. And I've even find them funny. And I yeah. don't even watch the show. So I think tonight will be the night, darling, where I will indulge into the finger looking goodness of Euphoria. Where yeah, can I good. watch and that? Got... And where can the children who are listening also watch Euphoria? Uh, I watch it on Now TV. Oh, I have Now TV. Yeah, so it's on that. Um... Brilliant. Because uh, that's where I watch Yellow Jackets and um, yeah. Ozark is on Netflix. Yeah, we know Ozark's on Netflix, baby. Yeah, and that's where I'm at with my television viewing. That is, do you know what? That's actually really, really good. Oh, I... and Euphoria's got, you know, Miss uh, Sydney Sweeney from um, uh, White Lotus. Lotus. Mm-hmm. She's so good. She's mm-hmm. so, I love her mm-hmm. so much. Yes, she's very good. She's like, that. she's the moment. Like, all, the gays are all for Miss Sydney Sweeney. All she's, for her, yeah. Mm-hmm. She's. I, I doing imagine her thing. That it's as a show for the gays. Do you get what I mean? Like, I feel like it's kind of for the gays and the girls. Mm-hmm. And oh, and what's his face? Uh, you, um, it's gonna really bug me. Um, I I will always know him as uh McSteamy from um Grey's Anatomy. Um, oh, oh, Eric Dane. Eric Dane. He's right. gay, in it, isn't he? He's 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 not just gay. He's a dumb daddy. Ah, oh. mm-hmm, mm-hmm, dreams really mm-hmm. do come true. And uh, <laughs> and there's a there's a scene there's a scene where he's like. Um, where he's like putting a condom because it's a HBO show like it's like it's all dicks HBO's all about dicks like they just show dicks here there and everywhere like mm-hmm. there's a scene where he's putting a condom on and the way they do it like they kind of like kind of the way they shoot it it's kind of like blurred but kind of not so like it could either be a prosthetic which it probably will because they use all them now like in Hollywood yeah. or like it's the real deal but like if it is the real deal it's like even if it's prosthetic mm-hmm. you know mama can believe if like the one in um like did you see the one that, that looks so bad from um i'm just like that have you been watching that no no oh. i've not even i've not even really watched um sex in the city before which is really homophobic but the household i grew up in bitches were not watching sex in the city <laughs> they were watching jackass and fucking Takeshi's castle and you get um die oh, Takeshi's castle um, is like like off the chain like i <laughs> love that <laughs> Like the, I was like the one where you know like they go through the maze and like they they then they go through the door. It's like the oh, water. And that bitch is like they're they're running around. That big ball bitch up. is like it's like always at a door. It's like just uh-huh. like so or stacked. That had like the big frantic red hair and it was mm-hmm. like a clown. I was like, you scare me. Scary, scary, yeah. scary. Scary, 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 scary. But <clears throat> our TV catch up was delicious <laughs> and it was good. But mama, we are here to play, so we are going to come here to slay. And, you know, last week we just gave you all what you wanted and what we Mm -hmm. wanted, which was a review on Screen 2022. But we are going to jump back and just reminisce and have a wonderful gallivant through the fields that were the horror genre of 2021 and Mm -hmm. talk about the best the genre had to offer. Oh, we're going to talk about the husbands. Oh, we're going to talk Um, about the Um, And we do have seven categories, which we will go through at the time, and we will give Luke's opinion, Jack's opinion, or opinion. Mm -hmm. Eat it the fuck up. So. First one up, category is. Category is number one, which is the best villain. So give us, who was your Ultimate number one villain of 2021. Hit me up, bitch. Um, I mean, is there 
any other than the one and only uh, Mr. Michael Myers. I mean, he came back at it again with Halloween Kills. And this time it felt like he stepped up his pussy and he like just on a rampage through the town of Haddonfield and just literally fucked up every single person that he came into contact with. And, you know, I was here for it. Not a lot of people like the fact it was like so heavy with the kills I'm like then mm. then what were you here for like what did you come for this like did you come for like the moving story or like the intricate like acting work no you came for the kills like yeah let's not play like silly games yeah and with the name Halloween kills baby it what did you expect just that. everyone really everyone really cried about how it just felt like a middle chapter that didn't really move the story along and you know, Michael Myers is now sort of like superhuman, all this bullshit. But I'm like, hold on a second. There ain't much of a storyline in Halloween 1. There ain't much of a storyline in Halloween 2018. And the beauty of this, especially Halloween Kills, is we get to see Michael Myers at his most ferocious. He has never been angrier Bitch was set on fire, shot in the cheek, fingers blown off, shot in the shoulder. Mustang is pissed. And just, you know, an hour and 40 minutes of him walking from home to home, fucking people up and somehow getting back up. Inspirational, you know. <laughs> you know, of Michael I Myers. Mean, goals. <laughs> Don't let life get you down. <laughs> Don't let haters stab you in the back with a pitchfork. Just keep calm, get back up and carry the fuck on. Like, don't hate the player, hate the game. Like, and let's be let's be real, like all the way real. There's always been a hint with Michael Myers of that, like, kind of not supernatural, but he's had that like superhuman strength. Where, but yeah. he's just been above the rest. He's an apex predator, so like, he's not gonna be like killed easily. So if you expect to like him to be some like little flimsy Amber from Scream, no, 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 no. Miss Thing, Miss Michael Myers can like withstand a gunshot wound or two, or like you know a chopped off finger here and there. Um, and yeah, absolutely, it is what it is. You got what you got. So like, deal with it. Yeah, it's really strange because most of the complaints come from the fact that he has withstood all this damage um, and all the shit that has happened to him. In the original, he was said he's the boogeyman. You know, he's purely and simply evil. We watched him get shot six times, fall out a fucking window, stabbed in the eye, stabbed in the neck. Like David Gordon Green is simply just carrying on that same mantra that Michael Myers, he is what he is, that John Carpenter created. And now all of a sudden everyone's like, mm, no, bitch. Michael yeah, I Myers, mean, he should be lying on the ground dead. But I, yeah, I mean, don't get me wrong. Like, yeah, when when he got like the living shit kicked out of him by the, the gang and then he just and then after that, like he was down for like a good solid what ten, five, ten minutes, and then got back up and then like started fucking everyone up. I was like, maybe that was like pushing it a little bit, like for my taste. However, I was still here for it all. Like, so you have to like take the good with the like the I don't even say bad, it's not bad, but like the good with the not as good. The, the good with the cheese. Baby, yeah. you know, we all may be lactose intolerant, but Halloween Kills was cheesy AF. And just, it was stuffed crust. 
the stuff crossed. I mean, my boils were sore. <laughs> I had shit for days after eating it. But you know what I'm just going to say? And I am reading the fandom for filth because y'all deserve to be read. Y'all love Halloween 4, Halloween 5, the fucking Halloween 2. You know, all those metal 80s slashers. Mm-hmm. You love, you breathe 80s slashers. Cheese, I mean, cheese fondant. You couldn't, you know, cheese on cheese on cheese. Lactose intolerant realness. Yet Halloween Kills is a very sort of um, and captures the that sort of schlocky violence and cheese of the 80s slasher. Yeah. And I think that's what makes it so good because it's, it's really, it's a very disposable throwback trashy film and it sort of knows that um with a great message like he is the boogeyman and he is the fear that Haddonfield you know he is fear the epitome of it for Haddonfield and they can't get rid of fear that easy he gets stronger because it's spread and you know they make stupid mistakes because they're it is fear itself that is completely taken over you can't just take down fear like that you got to blow the bitch up so luckily, you know, we have a Halloween ends to hopefully I, I really would like that to be the death. Have you seen the picture of Miss uh, Jamie Lee yeah. Curtis like, like going to set like, oh, doesn't she look fierce? They're like that beautiful burnt orange coat. Oh, uh, do you know like what? I love that color. Like, love that's that color. Like, oh, burnt orange. Like it's very like autumnal and I love that mm-hmm. color. Like, very, um, very like Laura Strode. When I seen it, I was like, oh, this is a, this is a, like a quite 180, you know, her hair's a little bit thinner and it's a little smaller. She looks better. The bit, you mm-hmm. know, you can tell it's, you know, a couple of years after. But, um, oh no, I'm living. And hopefully that will be the end of Michael Myers because then if he lives, then I'll be annoyed, you know? Yeah, I think with the title of Halloween ends, this has to be it. And with that, like, then we're done. And we have these movies forever and ever, amen. Um, mm-hmm. But tell me, uh, who's your best villain? I mean, baby, Michael Myers of Colossus. Yeah, yeah so you're fully in agreement. I mean, mm-hmm. I just think he has just never been as ferocious and as menacing as ever. And I think this is the scariest Michael Myers has been. And I think it's the scariest he'll ever be. And it's the coolest. And he's so violent. And he's just so tall and mm, yummy. I love him. Yeah, no, I'm I with love, you. I love, I love, I love. So moving on to category number two. We are going to, that's two, by the way. <laughs> we are going to discuss who our favorite cast is. So, mm-hmm. Miss Luke, what is your number one cast selection of 2021? So, this could have gone either, this could have gone two ways, but I went with, again, Halloween Kills because Ooh. what a stellar cast. And then we also got yep. like, one Miss Carl Richards was brought back yeah, in the mix and she did why. a stellar job as, as Lindsay. That's like that's like 90% reason why I chose him. But um, because Kyle Richards was in this film and Luke loves the real high points so much. This is why, baby, it's a good enough reason as ever. No, but then we also, you know, we got legacy characters come back, and mm-hmm. that's what you like to see. And then even like the new characters gave us so much life. Even like in their deaths, we got, you know, we got Big John, Little John. They were such like great, like comedic relief. Because let's be honest, Halloween as a franchise isn't known for its comedy. And I yeah. think this might have also been a reason why we were a bit like, I don't, I'm not too sure, because it did have comedic elements and it's not 
she's not she's not a clown halloween you know um yeah, yeah, yeah. that's for the likes of scream scream plays off the funniness um mm-hmm. you know I just think we had a really, really solid cast. And, you know, we had Miss Judy Greer was back, back, back again. And yes, better than ever. She, oh, she was just next level. I mean, I loved her in Halloween, the first one, but um, mm-hmm. she was a bit like to start off, she was, she was a bit, you know, um, like, wah, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Wah, wah, wah. But what, then she, she then, but then she got into it. Yeah, she got into it. But I think that's just her character, but like, not nothing on her. But like, this one, she was like full throttle, like, Oh yeah, just give me all Judy Greer, like next level, you know? Yeah, yeah. I think it's because like Judy Greer's voice could be shrill to a lot mm-hmm. of people. Given like, you know, I watch Archer and she's brilliant in Archer and she voices Cheryl. But in the first, you know, 2018's Halloween, she's very shrill because yeah. her character is like that. Everything's just complaining. So that like sort of like high-pitched nasally voice she has could like go through your head. But this time. I just feel like she completely has it under control. She is that bitch, the only bitch. And she makes up, her and Alison make up for Laurie's lack of presence, which again, people were complaining about, but like, this isn't Laurie's movie. The next it, one will be like, you know, and the one before it. It's not her movie. Yeah, we said it time and time again. It made all the sense in the world that she got fucked up in that house. Like, yeah. Laurie, so she, des- she deserves some rest and some sleep and all the drugs she can get from the hospital bed, like, <laughs> and leave her the fuck up. alone. She's also like, how like how old is she meant to be in this? Like, she's meant to be, what, like 60, right? Yeah, she's in this? like 60, yeah. Like, could you imagine, I, well, I can't imagine being 60, but could you imagine being 60 and you've just been fucked up by, like, some big giant dude? Like, yeah. you're not going to be like boot scooting around like after a few stabs <laughs> at 60 years old you're just not you're going to be like I'm going to take all the morphine I can yeah. get and like give me, give me all the drugs all the drugs like you know Which I would be out of retirement I wouldn't even have <laughs> to fight with Michael bitch I'd have been exactly. out of there period um, that was I mean I can only agree like tenfold with everything you're saying the legacy cast I mean for Halloween fans, that is just orgasmic. And to have a movie that is around, based around the Haddonfield characters, you know, Big John, Little John, Lindsay, Tommy, um, that's great. I think that's a great, you know, everyone take a breather and let's focus on the people that were affected because it wasn't just Laurie Strode. And I yeah. love the fact that Halloween Kills done that. And I love the fact that they brought back Kyle Richards in easily. And I, I can say that's one of my favorite scenes out of the entire Halloween franchise is that car scene and Lindsay's, oh, oh, Lindsay's oh. like fights. I just think it's so badass. Like she is ten out of ten. Like I know it's it's game. not probably the greatest death scene, but I loved when Vanessa got like shot herself in the head because Michael Myers kicked yeah. the door in her face. Like I mean. That's like 10 out of 10. And, he, and Mike couldn't even do much. He just was like, ah, not known for this bitch. I'm going to kick this door in her face. And she's boom, blast the head off. And like, it was her own fault. Yeah. Like, oh, but it was Miss great. Michael was just like dodging a few balls. And the oh, oh, Mr. the And he's like, it's You're like door to the face. Shit. Boom, here you go, Vanessa. You're in like, <laughs> bye bye. See you later. Um, For me, of course, my first thought was Halloween Kills, but mm-hmm. um, one movie really just took it away from me which was released this year called silent night and basically if it sounds like a christmas film it is but it's it's very much feels like a black mirror 
like other movies. So it stars like Kieran Knightley, um, Roman Griffin Davis, who plays. Um, did you ever see? Oh, Jojo Rabbit. No. He plays old Jojo. He's like little Jojo Rabbits in it. Lily Rose Depp, like Johnny Depp, uh, Johnny Depp's daughters in it, and um, Lucy Punch, who. I and love you, Lucy yeah. Punch. I yeah. love Lucy she, Punch. Yes. She's in Hot Fuzz. Yeah. She's in Bad Teacher. She's yeah. like, oh, I love her so She's much. She's in Jennifer Smucks. She is yeah. cuckoo Coco for Coco Pops constantly mm-hmm. and she's very much that character in this and basically for anyone that hasn't seen it I would really suggest watching it it's very like a Black Mirror episode everyone gets together um, for Christmas dinner like all these friends and family and they're like extremely blunt with each other like it's really hilarious Kira Knightley tells her kids to like shut the fuck up she just like shut the fuck up and the kids like swearing back and it's all very like nonchalant and you're just thinking what's going on here um Johnny Depp's daughter's at the table and she's like she's this American girl she's like what the fuck is wrong with you people like the queen is in the bunk she's in a bunker she gave her you know her message from a bunker and everyone's just sitting here pretending like it's okay it's all revealed that basically the whole like United Kingdom, I think it's like Russia's dropped a, a bomb or nuclear bomb and it's gassed the whole country. So the whole country is going to be dead within mm. a day. And they all have something called like an exit pill, which is that the government give out and it's like, here's your exit pill. And it's they're basically spending their last Christmas with each other. It's like hilarious. It's like so bleak, um, but so fascinating. And like, it's so like done realism that you could convince yourself that something like this is absolutely possible and it is something that like the government would do of course there's a lot more to the film than that and the 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 interaction between the characters because they're basically all living out their last day so they're like starting fights you know saying shit they've always wanted to say wanting to like fuck each other it's brilliant so (laughs) anyone if anyone has not watched it i would go suggest it and i daren't say most anymore but miss luke if you have not seen it i think it'll be right up your street miss lucy punch okay, yeah. yeah i mean you have me at lucy punch like <laughs> as <laughs> okay. soon as i said that and you were living i was like but you don't have to twist my arm like seriously like oh <laughs> uh, so on to category number three and this is <laughs> no um <laughs> no voice for number three <laughs> <laughs> no voice i don't know any funny ways to say three um and this is going to the biggest what the fuck wtf moment mm-hmm. so for me this one is going out to army of the dead zombie baby moment um because we've never really seen um zombies one be able to like one communicate two fuck each other and then three get pregnant so it's like it's so and it made you think like did these zombies get together and fuck or was she already pregnant when she was a zombie and for some reason like it's now a zombie baby like grow but how does a zombie baby like grow it was just like what the fuck is this to an already like next level like high stakes like action-packed movie and yeah as soon as I saw that little baby I was like what the fuck literally like (laughs) what is that like and um that is my WTF moment I mean Mm, you gotta say more like zombie baby like have we ever seen we've seen zombie children like zombie baby like like fetus like no never seen it like we've we've never seen one the way Army of the Dead done it where like they've been like conceived 
but we have seen Zack Snyder we have seen a zombie baby in Dawn of the Day but it was a normal baby in the womb and then because Miss Thing got bit then she birthed a zombie baby because she was a zombie but we've never actually seen like one in the womb you know a conception yeah 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 um, I actually did have a choice for Army of the Dead first, but then I scrapped it. And it wasn't for that one. It was for the whole um, time travel sort of element to Army of the Dead. Because it w- went to, they, they go down and they find the safe with all the money and they find all these skeletons. And to look at the skeletons, they're wearing the exact same clothes as you know, the little soldiers, the little go-getters. Mm-hmm. And that, to me, played on my brain probably more than it should. I was doing, like, you know, research, you name it, just to find out that, you know, fucking Zack Snyder just done it just because. And I was like, you can't do that. <laughs> Which is like me. We're She's a like sneaky one. Like, Zack Snyder's <laughs> a little sneaky bitch. Like... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was not having that. Um, but no, my choice actually goes to Malignant, which, I mean, I just could not. Mama, good gagged, rug pulled from under my clunkers. The whole third act reveal, I think, is probably one of the the, little, the twin, the twin yeah, brother, the craziest, <laughs> most unexpected reveal. I think I have ever not ever seen, but in a long fucking time, Mama, I was good. Um. Because the whole time... Since Roxy Andrews. (laughs) Even more so, Mama. Um, It was like... Because when I was watching, I kept saying, oh, that's, you know, that's Mustang. She's running backwards. You know, look at the way he's moving. That's Mustang running backwards. But I thought maybe he possessed her. Something happened. Not that he was living in the back of her head like a fucking tumor. (laughs) You know? Yeah, and up there with the little arms, and I was like, "No, Mama, I was not featuring it. I was not having it. No, bitch." Well, I mean, to be fair, they're I, I think they're like equal opportunity, like what the fuck moments. They're both. Uh, it was I. I definitely thought that some that someone. I mean, you may have gone that route. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I was. I couldn't stop thinking about it after, and I just thought it was so clever, but so fucking ridiculous. Like it's it ridiculous. You yeah. know, that it's nonsensical bullshit. But I, I eat shit up like like that all the time with the knife and fork, baby. Oh, with the spoon, honey. So let's move on to category number four. And this is the best final girl in a final girl world. Yes. So this one may be a little controversial for mm-hmm. you and possibly the audience. I don't know. But mine is going to Miss Gillian Jacobs in Fear Street. Oh. Because going into Fear Street, um, you know, we got a cameo and I was fully expecting her to like bite the bullet and like not make it out alive. And then the sort of like the final act of Fear Street 90, uh, 1666, where like we're back in the 90s and they're all like yeah. trying hard to like give it stacks. And I, I love her anyway. I think she's great. Um, I really enjoyed her in this. And I just thought, I didn't like the main chick. Um, I even forgot her name. Like, I can't even deal with her anymore. Like, she's, like, so out of my mind. Like, <laughs> yeah. I've had to, like, I've had to push her out because she pissed she me off that much. Um, yeah, and I just thought, out of all the all the movies I've seen in 2021, um, 
Because, like, I could have easily gone for uh, Carl Richards, but I don't feel like she is a final girl in that yeah. film. Uh, Judy Greer, you could give it to her, but she died. So, like, can you give... You can't give someone the final girl status because she ain't the final girl. Um, yeah. And... Um, so yeah, I uh, it may be controversial and like unexpected or like tame or what or like out of left field, but um, that's where I'm at, and yep. I'm sticking to you're, it. You're about oh baby, you love your truth. You're a fan of Jillian Jacobs, though, aren't you? Are you? Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. I just said so. So yeah. What I what else <laughs> is she in? Because I don't know. I like I couldn't pinpoint what she's in apart from. Um, yeah, so have you ever seen the film, the um, series Community on Netflix? No. Okay, so she's in that. It's like, a, it's kind of like, um, it's a show kind of similar to your, like, to your Parks and Rec or your Office uh, or yes. your, um, like, Veep. It's that kind of, like, vibe. Um, yeah. But it's set, like, in a community college. It's got, um, it's got, um, oh, my God. The guy who was a guest judge on Drag Race? Yeah, but not him. Um, this thing. Um, <laughs> no, Mr. Well. Rebecca from uh, Scream 4. Oh. Um, oh, my Glow. God. Oh, my God. What is her name? What's her Re- name? Oh, I've got my phone in front of me. Like That's so um, bad. What's her name? Alison, Alison Brie. Alison Brie. Alison Brie. Um, I prefer cheddar. <laughs> <laughs> and have you seen the film, that film on Netflix called um, Ibiza? No. Uh, it's actually not it's actually really it's actually really really funny um oh, really? she's in that basically she gets she's um she's like asked to go to ibiza with uh for a boss for like a meeting for like for some company and then mm-hmm. she brings her two friends and like they just like get themselves into trouble and like get fucked up and like go to like some like sex party and things like that and then but oh. she meets this she meets this dj who is um uh fucking game of thrones uh rob stark um Ooh. Yeah, and Real like he, but yeah, but he's like he's actually fully Scottish and he's so sexy in it. And um it's oh, like it's it's kind of, yeah, it's very like it's like girls trip gone wild type kind of film. Yeah. But, it's like, but it's actually really funny. There's some really funny moments. Um, come on, Jillian, come on, bitch. Miss Horny. And she's, she's been in and she was in she was fucking in um what's it called? The with the that really scary film we watched. Oh my god. Come play. Yes. Um, yeah. As uh, soon as you said it, I could see your little face dotting and bopping. Very good choice. You know, controversial, yes, but baby, this is what it's here for. We're all entitled to our own opinions. And I've heard worse shit come out of that mouth, bitch. Uh, oh. <laughs> a lot worse shit come out of that mouth. Um, my final good choice is probably an obvious one, but I am going to go with Allison and Halloween Kills. Um, okay, fair enough. And, yeah, and I think I'm going to go with Allison just because of the the dynamic she has and the character arc that is carried on from Halloween 2018 like she you know she starts the film and she's like really like shell-shocked she's like really upset and then everything sort of sets in that like her dad's dead and all these people are dying and she just starts to she she captures that rage that Laura has when Miss Thing is bedbound I truly feel like she passes the flame over to Alison. Now, this bitch be running around with the shotgun, but it goes specifically to in the house when, you know, she finds little John and Big John. Yeah, He's yeah. making mince meat of the camera and she comes out, shot. She's knifing him, you know, 
Yeah, no, she she is good. It's just I I don't know. I, even though, yeah, I get it. I, I'm I'm with you on that one. I like she's definitely like a close second. But for me, I don't. I felt like Halloween Kills really positioned for me um, Judy Greer as like the main. Like I don't, for some reason, like she felt like a main character. But I feel yeah. like that. I feel like that movie was like wrapping up her her arc. So of course they're going to make her the like, the main. So I do feel like Allison was like more of a a side character contender. Yeah. But I get what you're saying. She when she's at the house, it's like next level. She's like giving it stacks, and she's like yeah. you know doing some and, damage. And I, think, I think it's because of the and it's probably I'm probably referencing you know Halloween 2018 as well. It's mm-hmm. the it's her change it's her arc that's that you can see what's happening and that's the dynamic between her and judy greer where judy greer's like karen's like we need to wait for the police there's you know there's systems in place we have to let them and she's like fuck that for a bag of dicks i'm going to grab a few people i'm going to get guns and i'm going to go out and take matters into my own hands and i just love that bad bitchness of it all like um dana was like I thought in my head of Fear Street because she does become likable, but Ugh. Alice, Alice, in, the, in the last like five yeah. minutes, like the last five yeah. minutes, like but no. Allison's Allison's always likable to me, and mm-hmm. I think even in the first one, she's always likable. She's a bit of a square, but in this one, she's like zero square. But this bitch is full on circle AF, you know. So I was just <laughs> yeah, I was just into the bitch, and she was just like a little mini Laurie Strode running around with that fucking shotgun. So bitch. I was living. Did I tell you I was living? Because I was living. <laughs> so, auntie, I don't know what that was. Onto the next category, which is favorite underdog movies. So, the movie mm-hmm. that you just feel like not enough people are talking about. Yeah. And this one, I'm giving it to um, Werewolves Within. Have you still, have you seen it yet? Yes, I have. Um, so it sounds like you don't like it. Um, and I, actually, I, I, I enjoyed it. Oh, yeah. That's what I, I think. It. For me, I enjoyed it the entire time. It was a really enjoyable movie. I thought it was fun. I don't... I feel like... Wells is a really good, like, thing to play with, especially in horror. Like, I don't think we get, like, enough. And there is a lot you can do. Obviously, you can go down, like, the obvious route, like, Dog Soldiers, which even is still, is, like, still a stellar movie. Like, I love that film. Um... But I feel like this one did it really well and it kind of, it brought in the whole like who done it and the sort of like mm-hmm. kind of like slashery vibes and it had me tee here in the entire time and then to find out really that like not many people were actually killed by the way if it was like either themselves that were doing the killing. I just thought yeah. oh, that was a really fun element to it. Um, and again, I had a really good time, a real good kicker. I just don't feel like it's getting enough love in my eyes i mean i might not be looking in the right direction but i just feel like i've not heard enough like buzz around it yeah and i just feel like you know i'm gonna you know give it a bone because i think it's a um (laughs) werewolf Mm -hmm. um i had a good great time yeah i mean i watched it there over christmas and i really enjoyed it i didn't love it but i really enjoyed it and as you said i think a werewolf film's a very good it's like werewolf movies are never just a werewolf movie. Yeah. You know, it's not like a slasher or like supernatural. It's like, it has to be something else for it to sort of, you know, to coexist. And the sort of whodunit aspect was a really fun and fresh hybrid that I feel like I've never really seen before, which is obvious because, you know, werewolves are people. You know, exactly. People turn into werewolves, and, so. Yeah, and don't get me wrong. 
is it the best film I've ever seen in my entire life? No, no it's not. But like, it's a fun time. And that's what I'm, yeah. I just think like, I always love a horror movie that can that can draw you in with some comedy as well. Because like, I like to tee hee hee while I see some bitches yeah. getting fucked up. Like, it's just what is what it is. And I think it delivers um, on all of that. 100%. It's a, it's a fun time. It's a fun film to watch. And you know what? And a really good cast as well. Really, really good cast. cast. Um, really great characters. And I, I actually had me guessing. One half of it, I was like, obvious. And then the other half, I was like, oh, I didn't see that coming. And I yeah. always think that's, that makes for a good who done it, essentially, really, doesn't it? Um, not your good choice, good choice. I live. But I choose um, Till Death. Which is okay, yeah, yeah, with yeah, Megan yeah, Fox, yeah, yeah. which mm-hmm. is like the freshest home yeah. invasion mm-hmm. um, movie I think I've seen since Hush. I mean, since Hush, um, yeah, which was yeah, like 2017, 2018, I'm not seen a really effective home invasion horror movie in a while, and I just think this one just like had all the right sweet points. Is it a bit slow at some points? Yes, I mean. There's only so much you can see Megan Fox dragging around her husband's body. Mm-hmm. But once that, you know, it still has them points even throughout the start, which are like really captivating. It keeps you there. And I think once, you know, the men come into the house, it's giving you twists. It's giving you wig on, wig reveals. <laughs> it's giving you Megan Fox looking hot as fuck. Uh, and though, I love me some Megan Fox. I love like, Megan Fox. Uh, even though her husband just blew his brains all over her face, she mm-hmm. still beat her mug is oh, <laughs> mug for days. Like hair you, glamorous. <laughs> bitch woke the up. The hair is coiffed. The beat the like the face is beat. Yes. She's like <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, bitch just woke up and her husband blew his brains out. Yet somehow she's not bad head. She's like just so glamorous. I like those um, blood spots are so like effortlessly, like like on her face. Like it's like she, like it's like meant to be there. Like she just did that. Like that's uh <laughs> Like a makeup tutorial, was like, this is what a the makeup tutorial. Doing, it? Yeah, blood splatter for sure. Um, yeah. And I just think it's really fun to see because I feel like she sort of dropped off the acting spotlight. Like Megan, mm-hmm. Megan Fox was, she was like, so she was like a has been, but I really don't think she is anymore. And to see her in this sort of movie and like see her kick ass and like be in these really tense scenes, I just thought it was so refreshing. And I was like, I need Megan Fox in more horror movies. Or Megan Fox as like a bad bitch. Oh, hundred percent. I think she's she's just a she's like does a really good job in that genre for sure. Um, have you seen the film Nighty on Netflix? No, but I know she's a. a she's in that. in that. I mean, she's, it's it's like a brief cameo, but she's she, but I like her in that. Um, that's is quite. That you know, that's, uh, it is and it isn't. Like it is and it isn't. It's like. It you depends. Like, if, if you like that kind of stuff, that you'd be into it. But like, if you don't, I can see why people would like think it's pretty shit. But like, I, I, it's not the best. But I had a good time. But um, have you heard? I heard this recently. I mean, it may be a thing. Like everyone knows, I just haven't heard this information before. So this is a very new tea to me. Apparently, there's a director's cut of Jennifer's Body that apparently is like off the chain. Really. Yeah, yeah, and I like that. I love that film already. But like, apparently, there is a director's cut version that is like supposed to be like supposed to be like next level. Yeah, because Jennifer's body is one of those. It's like infamous. Mm-hmm. Like now, like it has such a huge cult following. Yeah. Um. The rate, like at the time, it was just marketed so terribly that like the wrong audience audiences were going and seeing it, and it was so yeah. ahead of its time that people weren't 
pick it up on its like its message and like how powerful people didn't get it. it. Yeah, people, people didn't did get not it. get it at that time. Had that been released now, that movie would have like critical acclaim, audiences, but like loads and loads and loads. Like it has a huge cult following, and loads of people think it's like an absolute like masterpiece. And you know what? I hated it the first time. We watched. I had to watch it then again for the podcast a couple you of years hated ago. Man. I, <laughs> I, I remember I give it a five out of ten growing on me. And then I watched it a few months ago, and I actually think it's really like it's really funny. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, I I definitely she's definitely found her niche. I think she's she's a good time girl, Megan Fox, and she should do more horror movies for sure. Absolutely. Um, for sure. And that's why I hadn't watched Night Teeth because I'm not a big fan of vampires, but I. But it's kind of different. It's like it's um, it's. Basically, there's like over like in LA, there's like there's like different like factions of like vampires, but like mm-hmm. different like not families, but like like, like factions and like um, it's just one and it's Alfie um, let's see, Alfie um, Alan, Alfie Alan. Ah um, uh, yes, Lily's He's brother. like yeah yeah yeah. He basically gets like his like vampire like lover and like her like her little vampire sidekick to like go like go around and like kill off all the factions so they can be like the 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 like the reigning vampires of the town um but it's also got like the there's like a side of it where like there's like a human like side of it where there's like people that know about vampires and how they exist like they're like they protect the rest of like the town like LA from mm-hmm. the vampires like there's like it's like a deal where you don't go to certain areas so you're gonna get fucked up by like this like crew of like badass like guys that like don't want vampires in their town yeah yeah it's got some real hotties in it oh I'd imagine so mm-hmm. vampire movies always do the men like male vampires are never ugly so they're nice. always so sexy because I mean why wouldn't you want them to give you a love bite you know <laughs> I know. so let's move on now um to one a very important uh, one very important category which is the best kill which of course there is always a lot for us to choose from you know the sure is um but i'm giving this one to none other than sandra from halloween kills i mean that fucking light bulb to the throat and then when he rips it the light bulb out of her throat again was like when I saw that in cinema like I mean you know me I don't really squirm that much but like Halloween Kills at some point definitely had me like squirming in the seat and that was one of it when so savage just ripped it out and then she was like just like sat on a chair like watching her husband like getting like pinned to the table with all the knives and she was like had to watch it and she was like wheezing and shit like that I was like this is like next level shit. And we knew they were going to get fucked up from the trailer, but like, I didn't know like that fucked up. And she was all already like great in that scene anyway. Yeah, yeah. And it just made it for like a really good moment. And for me, that was like, that was like next level. 100%. It's the way, it's the, how he thinks to use that fluorescent light oh. bulb as a weapon in the first place. And then it's the way when it goes in and the blood squirts through it. And yeah. it's like, Oh, Lissandra. Because that's, you're not talking like a thin, you're talking about Mm-mm. a ragged edge of yeah. a tube. And it's a tube, it's a, it's a glass tube in so your like, throat. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's definitely, I think, one of the most. And he's ripped the side of her throat out of her 
neck. And let that bitch just lie there and watch her husband be used as a human pancushion. And to me, I did feel like in Halloween Kills, like we hadn't seen things like that before or since. Like in any Halloween film, like Halloween Kills is easily the most brutal. So there's a lot of death scenes in that that could have been, you know, a number one contender in this. And bitch, my brain thought of them all. But I did go for the iconic death scene with the bread cutter in Fear Street 1994 with Kate. I was gonna go close with that, but like yeah. I love us, I love us, I love Katie so much that I was like, yeah. I don't think I can... like, it was. I think it's the heartbreak of her dying, paired with. Has your dog just seen a ghost? Mm-mm. Oh my gosh. I'm just because he's making noise. I'm just trying to hear if someone's. Um, so yeah, definitely number one for me. Fear Street, 1994, Kate's death. As you said, it's just it's because she's so likable, and because she is just like the MVP of that entire movie. And when you're watching it, I don't know why. Like before then. Fear Street 1994 feels like it's PG, even though it's yeah. not. Yeah, 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 yeah. And even though we see violence, for some weird reason, the way it is, it feels like goosebumps. So you don't actually expect the characters to die. Do you get what I'm saying? You just expect because it has die. that goosebumpsy feel Very to it. That. Because like, it is spooky at the same time that it's like a slasher. Like it has yeah, that but like it's it's very goosebumps like, isn't it? It's it it could easily be for like, you know, get a rating for 12 until 100%. that moment until for some weird reason you think that she's going to live i just you just assume and her head just goes through that bread cutter which i watch youtube videos we knew that's not possible like your skull's too thick but i don't care her head just went through that in a very satisfying manner mm-hmm. and cut that bitch up in the eddie buddy teddy committee pieces and i just think it was fucking iconic and it was even more iconic because she was great yeah, I just felt, yeah, I just feel so, like, so sorry we lost her in that way that, like, I feel like you're going to do it, you're going to make her, like, unrecognisable with that hat. Like, you couldn't give her, like, I don't know, like, at least a good stab in, like, at least give her, like, her face. Yeah, that's the one <laughs> her, thing. Her beautiful, <laughs> magical face. Like, why do that to poor Katie? Like, what the fuck? Um, not to mention, I'm, I'm, I'm with you. Her. It was, like, exactly it was like it was it's an iconic scene but but like i don't know they, they did it so wrong I, I don't feel like giving them any props because they did it so wrong <laughs> yeah they did it so dirty they like literally kicked the bitch in the face they kicked but, not only that but she died covered in cake so i'm like like how rude how fucking rude disrespectful a hot bitch like that deserves to go out in a hot bitch way i'm sorry where her face is still <laughs> intact bitch so on to the penultimate category and this is for the best ending bit. So what movie give you the ER sensation for the time then credits roll? Okay, so I kind of I went more like favorite rather than best. I know that wasn't mm-hmm. like I know that wasn't kind of technically the assignment, but I felt like out of all the ones that I kind of see, like my favorite ending was um Fear Street 1666. Like that whole final act for me, I was like, it was so good when you have like or like the the ghost killers come back and they're all in the mall and that whole bit and then we find out like it's actually um 
the sheriff all along and that's kind of I like I like that playing to the mm-hmm. whole it's like that family lineage and that's how it's all done and then when we get to the very end and it's like someone snatches that book again and you're like oh shit's gonna like something else is gonna happen like someone's gonna start shit all over again like it just and I just really enjoyed the whole like like trilogy I, I had a really yeah, fun yeah. time watching them all and it just gave me the the ooh ah sensation I mean maybe that's right the only I mean the only reason why I didn't give it to um Halloween kills because I didn't want to see Judy Greer die and that's what I got so like yeah. I was I was so angry that like even I knew it was kind of coming like I was still still so like distraught I was like I'm not going to give you the satisfaction of giving you <laughs> yeah. best best ending when you killed off like my like one true ending. love of Halloween so like go fuck yourself <laughs> it's, not, it's, not even, it's not even like low-key you don't even like low-key not like the ending like you actively hit it a bitch I don't blame you and mm-hmm. I mean I never choose Halloween kills because I don't like that ending either yeah no, 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 no. it's yeah. not like it ended it either ended should have ended before just right before that yeah. or should have ended a bit after that not yeah. straight after her death I'm like no no bitch that's and her death was like so weird it was like it was it it was like really artsy and I was like it's not Halloween like what it's like yeah, yeah. It, it made it feel like it was like a dream sequence it was like, like he a, lost his mind yeah. for like the like, like he lost his mind for like the final um the final like bit and it's like yeah you know what we're just gonna like completely like go against the entire film and have this really like artsy sequence for the end and like um yeah goodbye <laughs> yeah like michael myers like telling all these men in slow motion with like all yeah. these power lights and then she's like putting her hands up i was like this is all very like you know degree at filmmaking fucking experimental shit which mama i was not here for mm-hmm. but i did not choose that as my favorite ending Good. but i did choose for my favorite ending was censor and i chose censor because okay. that ending was so fucked up for france it was just crazy time <laughs> It was just a way because, you know, the start, she's very sane, but she's like, you know, oh, my sister went missing and the bitch's brain is scrambled. And it's the way it just like progresses into like, you know, she somehow stumbles onto the film set and she is in the film and it's somehow recreating what sort of happened to her sister. And it just shows her like mental like deterioration. And that's what I'm speaking about specifically is when, she like grabs the, the poor little ginger girl. <laughs> the ginger day. The poor little ginger girl. And she's like frolicking with her and she's in the car. And there's the, the main character like smiling and and this and the ginger sister smiling. It cuts to you really quickly, like bad TV. And she's actually like clawing at the window. And then she lands up at her parents' house. And there she is with the sister that's been lost and the parents with open arms and you have that game with like dramatic cut and she's actually like crying and the parents are you know completely distraught like what the fuck is happening and it's really jarring and it's really unsettling and I just thought it was like the right level of bizarre and fucked up that I just love with horror films and especially with that one which was very take, mm-hmm. take your time mammy take your time I thought that ending was really the cherry on top of the cake. Like it was crazy time and bitch. I live. Did I tell you I live? Because <laughs> I do. <laughs> okay. So we are on to our last category. Mm-hmm. And this one, of course, is the granddaddy of them all. And this is for the best movie. 
tell hit it to me mama <laughs> i mean again i this may be a controversial pick mm-hmm. and it might be a little left field and you might be thinking why but for me i've gone with army of the dead really yes because like for me like like the hype was like so big for it like and i think they i think it paid off like i enjoyed mm-hmm. all the characters i just thought it was like it was definitely something that we definitely haven't seen in like the zombie world before and you know me like zombie films aren't necessarily my go-to but i had the best time watching it throughout the whole thing um and i actually loved every single second of it and um i thought it was like camp and it was fierce and it was like scary in parts and they used some really good it was just done really well and to find out a lot of it was like cgi and you couldn't really tell like i just thought it was just done really good and yeah I liked like the the fever that's figures, you know that was oh, um, the uh, that whole scene was my chef cat's masterpiece. I loved it and um I really enjoyed all the characters. Like you got that fierce mm-hmm. uh blonde bitch and she's like giving it stacks with like the zombie king and like he just like pins her yeah. against that thing. It's just like I loved it and then like I love like Tignatara. I thought she was great even though and I, I think it's so like fun to find out she didn't film with anyone she all of her shit was like green screen she's not even really there with the people but like it was, yeah, yeah i um, thought that was very good How they, yeah i loved it i mean yeah. again i think i i think it's more favorite even though i know it's the best star but it's, and it's but again it's my it's my favorite of the bunch so i'm gonna give really? it the best and i think it was um a really i think it's a really strong contender for yeah for the year. Some girl you do you, boo. Best or favorite. It's the same <laughs> fucking thing anyway, you know. And I I love that the fact that that's your favorite. I would never mm-hmm. have chosen that for you. And I would never I know. It's not. really unlike me, right? You'd, Very you'd, unlike you'd, you. You'd think that you'd probably think that with like, I was going to say Halloween Kills, right? You, is that what no, you No, I actually thought you were going to go for the same one I was going to go for. Which my, like, I think the best horror film. And I can't really say favorite. Because for me the best was fear straight 1994 that Uh that to me was the best one because it just it was like it just felt so original felt so fresh it's a real strong contender yeah yeah giving me all the slasher vibes that i need with that little like pinch of supernatural a whole dollop of comedy and just you know i love when they you know a fucking movie can create its own universe i was here for it as i said you know that would be my best I didn't do favorite because I'm biased and I would choose Halloween Kills. Oh, 100%. Just, just like fucking, there could be a movie that will come out this year and it could be made of solid gold and you'd still say Scream would be like your, you know. Uh, I mean, are you, like, well, like, when, when we do this next year, like, you know, all my answers are going to be Scream, 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 scream like, scream, what the fuck? Like, are you just, like, it's just, it's going to happen. It's where, so it's where your loyalties I'm, lie. It's uh, like, it's just, I would, loyalty. you know, I would expect my gay card to be revoked if I said anything less than like all my answers to scream. So next year, just hear, all you're going to hear in my mouth is scream, 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 scream. Scream at the top of your lungs. Which before we leave, I have, I have some extra thoughts that I couldn't like, that I've thought about since last week. 
um because oh, okay, I've read okay. I've read so much stuff as well but um yeah. but I'm, I'm with you like to be honest like uh Beer Street 1994 was on it was like it was a close close second but I feel like I loved it. I loved the whole like '90s vibe of that, 100. Like the like the influence of Scream for 100. It was great. Mm-hmm. I think where it just where it just lost it for me was was like the supernatural vibe. Um, even though I, I I I'm with you. I think it's great. I love it. It's a real strong contender. It's just that little element, just like literally just. It just missed the missed the mark for me personally. Of course, because um, like because you know me, I I don't like there to be a lot of like mixed genres in one. Do you know? Yeah. I, I don't I don't mind a hybrid. That's fine. But when you're trying to give me like you know several things in one it's kind of like what are we going are we doing is it witches is it possession is it what like is it ghosts is it um slasher what like give me uh, a vision what are you trying to sell me is that yeah 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 yeah. and then cuisine am i having chinese am i have you know yes what am i here i don't want to have eaten the meal and have to go what did I eat? Because I, I actually, I'm actually not sure. I need someone to tell me exactly what I just <laughs> yeah. ate. Um, I need it. I'm not saying that it has to be Your crystal face. clear. It can be. It can be mixed. It can be a fusion. But like, of course, you know, let me have like, give me some like tangible like thing. But as a as its own franchise, its own like trilogy, its own world, like fantastic. Like it's just, it's a yeah, real, yeah. real, real good. I think why I love it so much is, of course, I think. I think it's the 1666 is the highest regarded of the three. Mm-hmm. Most people do love that one. And I think it's like final act is. I understand. Fire. I understand why, but like, yeah, hello, uh, 1994, the, like, yeah, the, the final act is like fucking fire, but like, you know, people love that, you know, everyone loves the witch and shit like that. People love that whole, mm-hmm. you know, what do you even call that time period? Yesteryear, let's call it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Apothecary <laughs> table. <laughs> Um, that's from Days the period of, of yore. yore. <laughs> that's from the period of yore. Um, so that's from the period of yore. Yep. Uh-huh. People love all that stuff, but like we're like late nineties queens, and I just one hundred percent. That I think that's the first one just really tickled my pickle because it gave the screen vibes. It paid um, homage to it. It had the same composer, um, and I think the reason why I like the supernatural aspect is because when supernatural and slasher collide. In the yeah. past, I fucking hate. Mm-hmm. You give me Reaker vibes. You give me, I'll always know what you did last summer. Like, uh-huh. darkness falls, bitch. Out the fucking door. I just, I just can't. I don't have the palace for it. I just think, then it gets too silly. The slasher can sometimes borderline on silly anyway. And that's just yeah. too much. But with this, because it gave off the Goosebumps vibes, it really knew how to encapsulate that whole energy and make it coherent and consistent and that's why i was like it felt right it felt like it's, it was equal it's very as it was slasher and it was like it could yeah and because of that goosebump vibes it is so like it feels nostalgic and i feel like very much so if um is it 1974 what's the actual year the, this 1978, middle one is 1978 is it eight? Um, uh, 1978, yes. 1978. Yeah, I feel like um, if... Yeah, if some of the people that deserve to die in that film actually died and we had more 
had like better kill scenes I would have been like gung-ho for that one because I was I was actually like that one was the one that was giving me like I was like obviously I knew the 1994 was going to give me Mm -hmm. everything and more like I knew it was going to give me exactly what I wanted I was I was like I was buying what it was selling but I was just really hyped for that 1978 because I, you know, yeah. I also really enjoyed the the summer camp like yeah, 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 trope. Yeah. It's so like yeah, it's just like fun. it's so pleasing. It's like oh, I, it's just like when you see that, you're like ah, oh, I'm down for a good time, and I'm gonna be I'm gonna be all over that shit. But you know, when you kind of find out that it's all shady side kids that are dying, you're like, but like some of these bitches over here from what's Sunnydale, Sunnyvale, whatever it is, are like the worst human beings in the world. Yeah. Some of those should have been killed. Like, and you had a missed Period. opportunity right there. Um, but- and, and you know, it's like the part two is actually like the highest regarded audience wise. So audiences on IMDb- But I get it. I get, I understand yeah. why though. See, I don't. Because I do and I don't. I think it's just very, very nostalgic for people. Mm-hmm. That one probably more so. Um, and I love the whole camp setting. But that one, you know, the violence was toned down. Ton. There was a lot of nothing, a lot of no violence going on. Yeah. And I'm, not, I'm saying it's like, and there was a lot of like cave dwelling. And it was about oh, like. The, the poo yeah. caves. I was not really here for the poo cave. For me, like... for me, it's the weakest, but it's still really good. But it just, yeah, yeah it just felt that one taps in the most to the whole supernatural thing i feel like it's like it's too heavy like under the caves and the big beaten mm-hmm. vessel and yeah well, yeah no but i'm yeah. i'm i'm 100 with you but i also i can see why oh 100. The, i can see why it is heavy because it is that one is probably the most like nostalgic because like yeah when you do to be fair when you think of slasher films you do kind of i feel like most the most people I'd say of a certain generation, even our generation, you, and even though we kind of think like we go straight to 90s, but the majority, like you do think of like it is. Um, 80s, you think of like summer camps, you do think of all that, you do yeah. think of that, that, that does very much like ring true to like slasher. Um, yeah. So I get why that one would be like the most sort of like audience. And, and the soundtrack was loved. popping, but the, oh, the soundtrack popping. Then, like all of them is popping. Oh, like a hundred percent. I mean, obviously you're not gonna, obviously you're not like, you know, twerking to fucking are you going to Scarborough Fair from nights from 1666? Like, let's be honest. Like, but <laughs> other than <laughs> are you not? Because I am. But yeah, no, I I I can I can definitely um definitely see why that like franchise and that film for sure is uh, your best of um yeah. I, I mean it could have it could have easily I mean I literally I'm, I'm splitting hairs on this one because I was like what do I pick um but yeah well, I was I'm, splitting I'm just hairs. glad we've had different choices how boring would this have been if we just had the same choice for everything Mary oh, yeah know, 100% so. you let that be arm of the dead bitch and you, you sleep well tonight <laughs> knowing that, that was your choice you let anyone yeah. otherwise but no one at me, no one come for me, um, because I don't care. Um. <laughs> Opinions are like assholes. Everyone has has them, but some um, aren't. Yeah, and um, so speaking of Scream, and this is probably not news to you, but it may also not be news to any of the listeners, but anyone who hasn't heard this stuff, when I read this stuff, I about lost my mind. So um, reading about the fact we have 
we had um, a Matthew Lillard cameo. Yes. We had a Drew Barrymore cameo. Yes. We had um, Jamie Kennedy. Uh, Jamie Kennedy yes. cameo. And if you don't know, um, now you know, no. Um, Drew Barrymore voiced um, the the school announcements. She played mm-hmm. the principal. You had Matthew Lillard. He did. It was him that did the um, the voice. The, was it the, the... the it. The stab A, yeah, and then uh, Jamie Kenny did the oh, someone's uh, like goofy dad, goofy dad dad, kicking us out out of the house, and then you had like um, even I found out even Hayden Panettiere, apart from her little like her thumbnail, she made another cameo, um, because they got what they did was they got um, cast, cast and crew from past and present to do the voiceovers for the when they do the toast for Wes in the house yeah everyone everyone who does the cheers that's all like past cast and crew oh. um oh. yeah and then also the the for Wes is also like a double like things so it's for actually Wes Craven not the yeah, actual yeah. character Wes so yeah. all that was like for, for him um I love I love that they got all the past cast and crew to do the for yeah him. yeah that yeah is, so then when oh that's yeah. my face yeah so when I found out all that I was like this film is like like gone up like 10 more notches like the fact like they did all of this stuff for me was like you've just you've just outdone yourselves like and I I'm here for all of it like I it's bravo yeah I think that's just like added an extra bit of flavor to it that Mm -hmm. I just made me even more obsessed with it and like what I'm going to say is like so controversial but (laughs) if this was the last screen film I think this would be a near perfect like goodbye it's like this film could exist solely by itself Mm -hmm. leave it where it is which a part of me wants but obviously i want more screen films blasphemy how dare you but i I get it like i don't want there to be one to tarnish to be a bad apple because none of them are bad apples and that's well, I mean, you could thing. consider three a bad apple but like i don't but but it's not but it's not but to be honest like i think i i honestly don't believe like if there was more to be made that because of the they they love the directors love Wes and the Scream and the franchise so much and they've taken such good care of the of the legacy yeah. that I really don't think they would steer steer us in the wrong direction we make it like a like a sit like a Halloween series like a, just a th- like three um but I've already read that Nev Campbell is she's on board as, she's on board to as I said as long as the script's good she would happily come back so you like did you um did she say she said it as well which um she says she said that she saw it on the she um, show <laughs> <laughs> uh, she said which <laughs> it's fashion <laughs> fashion which gave me a lot of hope that I'm scared to say she said again she said what she did it's fashion was that she'd like the one thing I would hate to see is to see Sydney fall. She's oh, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. She's like, the one thing I don't want to see is to watch Sydney fall. She's like, because she's such a strong woman and she has a family and she's come so far. Basically, her way of saying, if you make any more of these, mm-hmm. do not kill me off because I will, like, if Sydney herself says the, the wrong thing to do, kill me off, they better fucking listen because Wes ain't here. Yeah, 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 no, I, 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 at this point, I think, I think it's just, it won't add, it won't add, it won't actually make any sense. It, it really make, won't. It, it really wouldn't worse. make any sense. Um, I actually read a really funny, um, uh, theory about who could be the killer for, uh, 
for the next installment and I thought I tee hee hee the entire time because at first I thought they were being I thought it was like a serious thing then I realized they were like joking um but someone posted that they their theory that the killer in the next scream is um gail's bangs from scream three uh has come back to uh have their revenge <laughs> how could you cause... possibly think that was a real article <laughs> no no it was no it's like a fan theory no because it, it started off being like i know who like the like the like hear me out like i know this is crazy but like, this could be like the next killer and i was like oh here we go this is like something and then when i when I, cause it, it takes a while for it to, to say like and the killer is that it, it takes a good like chunk before you realize you're like what the fuck yeah, is yeah. this so when it gets to it you're like tee and it really made me laugh yeah. You should, um, I actually forgot to tell you, yesterday I stumbled across an article that says the first draft for the new screen, like the first script has been released online. So of course I have it. I found it online. Easy to find out. It's on hellosudden.com. Go read it because it's so fascinating to see what's stayed the same and then to see all these scenes that have changed. Like instead of Sam getting attacked in the kitchen, she gets attacked, attacked in the bathroom the time. And then there's other scenes where um, with like the new cast are there. Mm-hmm. And I'm only halfway through, but it's it's always interesting to see how far it's come. And then when you're reading it, you're like, I'm glad they made those changes because of, it makes more sense, the film we have now than the script that you're reading. But yeah, apparently it's different killers. It's like different color reveal and different motive and stuff so it will be interesting to see who was like the oh original. so it's so it's not just like the first like a, a first draft of the no, first it's a, scene it's a draft of the whole like it's the whole, whole film it's a oh, whole wow. draft of the whole film and apparently it's different colors and stuff so this was it's it'll be interesting to see who their intended killers were mm-hmm, first mm-hmm. time around so we will have well, you know, my ass is going to get my peepers on that ASAP <laughs> right after this call. <laughs> yeah, yeah, even just skip to the end and see see what's popping. Yeah, the reveal, the real reveal. Um, but uh, which means take the yeah. shit off in French. Yeah, and I also read like it was like, oh, why? It was, it was quite interesting actually. It was like, why, why, why Kirby? shouldn't have come back for this but why Kirby should come back for, for the I next know. one and I was mm-hmm. like oh I'm here for I, I agree 100% like she was not I mean I would love to have seen her she was definitely not needed for this um but I think she's definitely key to the future I really do because I think she I don't think Sam is strong enough to carry the franchise um and I feel I feel like I feel like she she's a good sort of like new ish legacy character fan favorite to come in and help like Sid and Gail. Cause that, that would be a really fun dynamic to see them three, like come in and be like, Hey, we're going to help. Like Kirby be like the new, like, like slot into like the Dewey, like, like yeah, kind of like position and be so like, this the three of them kind of like helping out these like stupid kids. Yeah. I think so. Like, I don't think she needed to be in this one cause it Mm-mm. was already like, you know, we had to take a breather and adjust but the next one, one hundred percent. I don't want her to die off. I don't think they will kill her off. Because um, they also I, I think... they also talked to her as well. They they spoke to her like about coming back and like was talking uh-huh. her, like talking through a lot of stuff. So like and she's, she's up for she, oh a hundred percent. Wouldn't you be like like? Could you imagine like being in a screen movie and like surviving it and and then be, and like there's like more to come and you're like. Of course, like if I would got a chance to be in another one, like even without where she like, like I would be back. 100%. Even you thinking you were dead, and then the possibility that you could come back, you'd be like, I won't come back for a screen film. But I think what they should do is kill Sam off and make Tara because 
everyone's yeah everyone's, Tara's a lot more likable than everyone's Sam, like, drawn yeah. more to Tara than they have to Sam I think that's what they'll do it would be shocking to kill Sam off and that's what they'll do I think they'll kill her off yeah because <laughs> yeah because <laughs> no my bitch because yeah I like her. I I I still I'm uh, the more the more I digest I'm like she is like she's kind of a weak final girl to be fair like she's yeah, I mean she's good at the end oh yeah I mean I mean that is and this is me like being like 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 extremely nitpicky like you know me this is like my favorite franchise like I'm not like I'm not saying this like lightly no heavily you're saying it some sort of way yeah I'm saying a way where I'm like I mean don't don't quote me on this don't at me do you know I'm not like (laughs) when I say when I say she's she's weak I'm being like uh, that's me being extremely like extremely yeah, but, you know, it's okay. specific. She's not listening to this. Hopefully. Well, hopefully she is. Hopefully she's well, not. Well, we don't know. Like, because, like, you but, know, the dolls, like, uh, I mean, like the podcast. <laughs> but, I mean, I just, I just can't get over the bitch couldn't cry. That's my only problem. Oh, can't cry. It really annoyed me. And that's, you know, I won't forget. And I'll never forget. And I'll I never forget. forget. No. <laughs> um. Yeah, but on that note, do you want to do the honours? Oh, yes. So if you love this podcast, which you absolutely should, because you're listening to us, please do go follow us over at Facebook at... Are oh, you switching? Oh, you trying to do some... You trying to trick me, trickery at uh, uh, Guts Podcast. Lovely. And if you want to get somewhere that's goodies, 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 go follow us on Instagram at... Spilling Guts Pod. <laughs> and what about Twitter? Go follow us at Spilling Guts Pod. Ah, uh, yes, they're the same in case you forgot because I they're did. The double whammy. <laughs> yeah, I'm getting there. And this is why you shouldn't really... be doing this part of the uh, yeah. podcast. <laughs> and I'm getting your step. I'm getting your step. And if you really, really, really want, please do send us an email over at Spilling Guts Podcast at Outlook.com. Lovely. And in case any of you didn't realize, you can also catch our episode on Audible as well. So we are on Audible. I didn't know if you knew that because yeah. I haven't seen it recently. You know, if Audible, Spotify, Google, Anchor, Google Podcasts, baby, listen. listen, listen. iTunes. <laughs> iTunes, of course. Go rate, go listen, go like. And send us a cheeky message because we're horny for messages. We sure are. You know, (laughs) (laughs) on that note, you beautiful people, deuces. Bye.